So the big question is this. How are successful everyday athletes over 30 like us who work hard, who don't have much time and who are always having to juggle life and family? How are we able to live a pain-free athletic lifestyle? How do we train? What do we eat? And what do we do different that allows us to get the most out of life but still have time for all our hobbies, family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. I'm your host, Josh Kennedy. And with me in Austria is James Breeze. Uh, that was uh, all right. The third time of asking recording that one. <laughs> Josh, oh my God, for anyone who's listening here, that was Josh was just cracking himself up with all his little homemade jokes he was making to himself the whole way yeah. through. So well done, Josh. Third time lucky, eh? Third time lucky. Uh, yeah, maybe we should have kept some of that in the edit because it would have been quite amusing. <laughs> I mean, anyway, uh, we didn't. But yeah, we are here. It is the over 30 podcast which i was <laughs> i totally got confused with what we're even doing anyway uh james breeze you've got something hard in your hands hey <laughs> hey i certainly have it's the hard copy book of the maximum aerobic power it's finally arrived on my doorstep Woo-hoo. Uh, i believe yours is totally it is it is it's any time now between 11 and 3 any any time now so Ooh, we never hurry, hurry up hermes exactly. that'd be so funny if they actually turn up during the middle of the podcast yeah, by the way, I will stop the podcast and go and get it because I'm not risking missing it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, no, it's honestly, it's finally, it's been, as you you know, behind the scenes, it's, it's mm. been a long time coming. This is five, um, six months of, of work. Oh, crikey, yeah, everyone. Finally. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Finally, it's arrived in. But yeah, no, I'm, it's it's looking pretty good. I'm, I'm glad we went for the hardback copy as well, as opposed to the soft cover. It just makes it you know a little bit cool. So irrespective, if, if the content's good inside or not, whatever you think, at least it looks and feels good on the outside. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, the content is the most important thing on the inside, but uh, we kind of feel like the, the hardback copy makes it just a little bit more classy, I reckon. Exactly. I like it. I- but it's, it's funny, as, as I opened up, actually, I, I skipped all the other pages. I, I went straight to the glossary and the index pages. I'm more proud about having those glossary and index pages than anything else, I think. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny, isn't it, how it evolution, because we weren't even going to do that. It's got, I mean, we weren't going to do like the proper ISBN number or anything like that. We've got to send it to the British Library, don't we, or something? Yeah, exactly. There's all sorts of things going on now. We've got to make it to, to send the British Library. We've, got to, we've registered it officially. So, yeah, if people want to, you know, the shops want to sell it in the shops and stuff like that, they can now do it. It's, it's been interesting, but it's definitely been a big learning curve. And, uh, mm. yeah, it's going to make book number two and three and, and beyond a lot easier, I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah, a lot, uh, lot smoother process. But you make mistakes, you live and learn, don't you? You can't get it Indeed. right, everything right. Exactly. But there we go. It's, it's there now. Everyone's getting started to get it. So, hopefully, in the next few weeks, we'll find out what people think, actually think of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. Yeah. So, if I do randomly disappear, in the middle of this podcast it is because my book is turning up um <laughs> we can always edit that bit out it'll be fine cool so today we are talking about strength training principles for intermediates intermediate everyday athletes over 30 are we not we are indeed i think it's a good topic because obviously strength matters the you know the name of us everyone wants yeah. to know a lot about strength training so we spoke about beginners a while back and i think it's about time we just touch on how we approach intermediate work so they haven't uh, i don't know what episode off the top of my head the uh, strength training for beginners was but we have done it so check out check it out it'll be somewhere there in an earlier episode so strength training for intermediates this is kind of we're getting into the areas everyone likes to be now but, mm. but you have to make sure you pass certain things beforehand what are our, our prerequisites quickly 
Yeah, no, exactly. So just just very quickly. So now, if you listen to the other podcasts and you want to know where you would be, consider, consider yourself an intermediate. In, beginners going into the intermediate realm is tends to be people who can hold a plank for two minutes, a straight on plank for two minutes, can hang from a bar for 60 seconds. And, uh, oh, and what was the Glute bridge. Glute bridge, that's it. The glute, glute bridge. for two minutes. Two yeah. minute hold. And then others, just a few other basic uh, cardiovascular tests as well. So ideally, if they can row sub eight minutes, for men, sub 8.30 for women. Those are good starting points. They're not world-beating world record times, but it's a starting point for most people to get into into the world from beginner and start to transition to the world of intermediate and beyond. Exactly. So make sure, do the assessments, make sure you've passed all those things before you start considering moving on to this, because as always, health comes first. So don't, uh, don't get overexcited and think, yeah, I'm an intermediate without testing yourself first. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and it's important to get across to people and you know, everyone, everyone who's listening in as well. Is that the way we do things, where we approach things is like our system is for athletic development, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and for the long haul. It's a long-term approach. There's, you know, if we're talking about strength training for fat loss, strength training for elite performance, it's a different ball game altogether. Most yeah. elite people already have the basics dialed in. It's, it's slightly different. Fat loss is yeah. a different modality altogether. It is However, well, we still, but we still follow certain rules on that. Yes. But uh, within within our framework, but yeah, it is a different animal. Absolutely, absolutely, and it, it is a different animal. And, and to be honest with you, when we do approach fat loss, what we do is we make sure we go through the, the athletic development system first to give a base so people mm. are strong enough and are able to handle the fat loss protocols because it's you know fat loss is hard. It's not. There's yeah, no well, I just thought it. we should probably do an entire podcast about that, shouldn't we? We should, shouldn't we? <laughs> there we, are. we never know. We might even do a book about it. Hey, huh? what? Maybe, maybe we will. Yeah, but yeah, but no, it's that's kind of how we how we want to approach things. It's like so you have basic strength in place. If you haven't got these things, you know, we are looking at grip, abs, and glutes, the holy trinity, as we like to call them, mm-hmm. and make sure you have all them dialed in. If you have, if you have. And we can start working towards, you know, a more well-rounded athlete in yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. But here's, here's what they're saying. So, like, if you talk about intermediates. I was just going to say, just going to interrupt you briefly, because this yeah, might sure. help lead better into what you're going to talk about with intermediates. So, beginners, muscular endurance is what you want to be working on. Every, all seven human movements, every single workout. How does intermediate differ from that? Go. Oh yeah, good, good point. Well done, you for queuing. I, I knew, I knew you were good for something. <laughs> something we don't. Uh-huh. We'll figure so, it out. Still, go, still can't work it out. We got what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll we'll figure you know, it out. <laughs> it's no, it's true. So like, it's a good point actually. Let's go to the pyramid and the of strength development, as we call it. So at the bottom of the pyramid, we have muscular endurance. That is our base layer. That's our base level entry point. Then we have strength endurance, and then we have max power at the top. That's how we look at through the lens of strength development most people want to jump into strength endurance and max power straight away even beginners and there's mm. a lot of books out there saying you should go for these sorts of things and i'll talk about rep ranges in a second however you know we like to think of like a creating creating a well-rounded athlete who are well versed in all three before we start specializing that's the key thing here now there's a lot of popular books out there and you know i i agree with a lot of them and there's they're right if they're going towards let's just say powerlifting. however when I think of strength training, I think of it in terms of human batteries, as in the ability to keep on going and re-energizing quickly to be able to go and do it again. That's mm-hmm. how we approach strength and athletic training. It's not about going to, to peaking towards a one rep max lift and then you being like dead on the floor for like two weeks afterwards. What I'm trying to do is trying to get people to, so they can do things repeatedly over and over again and not fatigue as quickly. And that's okay. why we do the things we do. Not for saying anyone else is wrong. I'm far, far from it. It's a different approach and a different way of doing things for a different mm-hmm. purpose overall. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, if you build that battery, then in the long run, you know, you're, you're in a better place, aren't you? Because like you say, if you, you know, if you want to do one rep maxes, three rep maxes, whatever, fine, that's, uh, that's what you like to do. But if you just do it, you know, go to the gym, do it once, and then you've got nothing left and you have to go home. What's the point? Exactly. And not to be honest you, people try that as well. And they they're not actually strong enough in the first place yeah. to, to warrant anything, you know, any, any time at all. So it's, it's a different approach of looking at things when we're doing strength training. So when we're looking at beginners, we're looking at covering the, all seven human movements in each of the workouts. They tend to do splits, upper body, lower body, and they're doing in the 12 rep range, 12 to 20 rep range. That's mm-hmm. muscular endurance. We're trying to build a base of muscular endurance. Now, when we approach uh, intermediate athletes, they go into what we call strength endurance. Now, strength endurance we define as being between five to ten reps and three to five sets. Rest is usually between two to th- two to four minutes, say, or we're doing a lot of heart rate resting at the moment, which we find more appropriate. Mm-hmm. That's another podcast topic, isn't it? Totally. Um, yeah. Don't get too much into that. <laughs> no, <laughs> and entirely other podcast and in itself. With, yeah. Exactly. So, like, we're playing around with these sorts of things. So, like, you know, strength endurance is five to ten reps. You know, it's quite broad. It kind of overlaps hypertrophy a little bit in eight as well, mm-hmm. which is eight to 12 reps. But we're, that's what we're looking at, three to five sets being the norm. Now, the, the difference is, is that when we're doing this and we take people into intermediates, a lot of people tend to focus on just doing the three to five rep range, or the, the, I mean the eight, you know, five to 10 rep range even. And they're focusing on maybe doing resting two to three minutes and then just doing multiple sets of this. Whereas the way we approach it, we like to do, use like a layering system. So if you go to the gym and you want to do strength endurance type work, we'll do that at the start, maybe one or two pieces. Um, let's just say bench and deadlift, just as, a, as an example. Mm-hmm. But then we'll finish it off and we'll do a lot of muscular endurance work as well. So we're layering both parts together. And that's how we start to build the battery with people to build that endurance, to build that work capacity so they can be well-versed in all things. So we're not neglecting muscular endurance, far from yeah. it. We're now working with them in conjunction. Yeah. So you just so you're layering on top. So you did your muscular endurance as a beginner. You don't neglect that. You still do it, but you start with your strength endurance and then you finish. Well, you move on to you don't finish with muscular endurance, you move on to it because we often finish with aerobic pieces, don't we? Or um, or core work. Yes, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. So it could be whatever the person's doing. How if we just talk about strength and just focusing on strength today, then yeah, we'll tend to do like some muscular endurance circuits, which will be, you know, A one, B A one, A two or A1, A2, A3, or three pieces all back-to-back, or even four sometimes, depending on the ability of the person we're working with in like a circuit-type fashion. But yeah, but th- those are all 12, you know, again, 12-plus reps on top of the 5 to 10 reps we're doing with strength endurance. So it is like long-term battery building for muscular and athletic abilities, basically. Indeed, indeed. And in terms of tempo, time under tension rules... Ooh, good you got question. Them in, got them in front of you, or do you want me to remind you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, let, me see, let, me, let me see if I get them right. Let me guess. So we're looking at, for muscular endurance at the, at the, low, at the top end, we're looking up to, up to 90 seconds, aren't we? 30 so to, to 90, 90 seconds, seconds. yep. Yeah, 30 to 90 seconds. Per um, set. Per set, that's strength. Per set, yeah, exactly. Strength endurance is up to 60 seconds, if I'm correct. It is indeed, 10 to 60 seconds. So Boom. again, that depends on the, the level of the, of the athlete as well. Because if you are, totally. if you're new to an intermediate strength work, then you're going to be more at the 60 second. You need longer time under tension yep. because you can't lift as much. Absolutely. Totally. And then you work back down towards, you know, low, lower time, you know, less time under tension, essentially. Or sometimes, depending on the person, you can work the other way up, <laughs> depending yeah. on their abilities. There's, yeah. so, there's so many different ways to do it. But in a nutshell, yeah, you know, we, we tend to work at the higher rep range and bring it down and increase the weight is one of the easiest and you know, most common ways to do things, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yep, absolutely. So you said with beginners, obviously, we try and cover all seven human movements within the mm-hmm. one workout. What do we do with intermediates in terms of movements? Yeah, I'd say 99% of the time we're still covering all the seven human movements. And again, if people don't know the seven human movements, it's locomotion, push, pull, hinge, squat, rotate, anti-rotate. So those are the seven human movements we work by. So each of the workouts has to cover them. So in an ideal world, each of the workouts must cover uh, something in that in that territory now if not sometimes we can make sure they're all covered evenly throughout the week yeah uh, but that exactly. tends to be more advanced work as well where you're doing splits body parts um, at the higher level but again with intermediates you're still trying to split them you know cover all seven human movements alongside muscular endurance and strength endurance as you as you're doing it Indeedy. So you kind of, let's, let's give, actually give people a, the framework again, just so they understand. So doing intermediate strength training, you'd start with strength endurance. Yep. I, like you say, maybe one, maybe one strength endurance exercise, maybe two, depending on what your goal is, I guess. Yep. So could just outline it again for us, just so it's nice and clear. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So like, let's, so again, you've done, so muscular endurance, which is for beginners, you're just, you're just doing, combining two pairs, essentially, multiple times throughout the workout. So you do upper body, lower body, and you're doing that multiple times. Uh, with strength endurance, let's keep it nice and easy. Let's say you're just doing one piece of strength endurance. This is, this is a framework. So we're going to do, let's call it a hinge day. So you're going to do yep. a deadlift variation. So let's just give you brand new to this. We're going to do three sets of 10 reps of deadlift. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you can rest yep. two minutes in between. This is, this is part one. So, so we'll, call that, first, we'll call that A. Let's call that A. Call that A. Yep, absolutely. A is the first thing we're doing there. So we've got that, we've got that in place. And now we're going to go on to like, okay, we need, still need to work on a bit of muscular endurance. So we're then now going to do B and C, both muscular endurance pieces. So B is going to be, let's do three pieces back to back. So it's a hinge day. So we're going to maybe do some kettlebell swings, some half kneeling get-ups and some squats. Should we say that? Yep piece together and you're doing 12 reps of each cool essentially as we're going down here and then c again we're doing something similar pairing three pieces together push pull push pull exactly so we're going to let's go let's go trx very simply let's go trx push uh, push up trx row and what are we missing from locomotion let's go for some walking lunges to add into the locomotion how's that cool perfect Lovely. So hopefully, if, if everyone listens back carefully, and then maybe you rewind this episode, we'll, we'll have covered all seven human movements in that thing. But the point is we focused on one strength endurance piece, which is the deadlift, and then we've gone into two muscular endurance pieces after that because we're still building everything on top of it. You know, part A is like the skill practice, the heavier reps. We want to do that at the start because we don't need to fatigue out too mm-hmm. early. And then we're going to muscular endurance, which is then you know, a bit of performance. Could be a bit of body fat as well, loss. You know, a yeah. few other things in between there as well. That's the point. Do you want to talk about uh, sort of like if you were wanted to do some skill work and practice something, where would you put that? Always at the start. Always, always at the start of the workout. You want to be fresh. So mm-hmm. one of the most common things we have is like people want to do handstands, people want to do muscle ups, little thing, little pieces like that. Therefore, we always have them at the start when you're fresh, you're ready because it's a high skill high fatigue type exercise and we don't want to be fatigued doing them towards the end because that's when you can potentially increase the risk of your injury indeed indeed well, i think that uh, that rounds it off nicely unless uh, there's anything mm-hmm. else you want to add to that i well, think I'm it's not quite sure a brief I'm one sure. today 
it is quite a brief one, I think. I think that's, you know, that, that's essentially in, in a nutshell how we do things. And then we, as long as you understand the principles of strength endurance work comes first and then muscular endurance work comes afterwards. We never do muscular endurance first. It's always strength endurance first, then muscular endurance, and then whatever you want to do at the end. If it's aerobic work, it's core work, like you said, or if you yep. want to do a little finisher for some people, depending on what their, what their goals are. Yep. Those are the things that go towards it. So that's the basic framework of how we approach things. And keep it simple. And remember, strength, strength endurance for us is five to ten. And also remember your tempo. So between ten to sixty seconds per set when you set up your uh, when you set up your tempos, which is something actually. Let's, let's talk about that briefly. Actually, tempo rules sure. because we control everything via tempo. We know exactly what our athletes are doing. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to make sure we have controlled tempo purely because. We know what's working. We can standardize things across the board because so many people will do different works, different reps at different abilities and speeds. So we want to standardize it. And sometimes more time and attention is better for what we're trying to work towards. Again, it's very specific to what we are trying to work with. But we're a big fan of, you know, if you see the word tempo, we tend to write it like like at 3-1-X-1, which means three seconds down, one second's pause, explode back up, which is the X, and then zero second pause before repeating the rep again. You actually said 3-1-X-1, but there you go. Oh, did I? Oh, I'm sorry. 3-1-X, <laughs> and there we go. Thanks for that. <laughs> sorry. No. But yeah, but it's, it's important to control the tempo because it is. It's good. Don't try and go things as fast as you possibly can. It's not always the best thing to pull you. Yeah. It depends well, on if you, you don't, But if you don't control the tempo as well, then one week, you, you know, your athlete could do, oh, I did 10 reps last week. Brilliant. Yeah. And then this week, oh, I only managed eight this week. It's like, well, if you don't know what tempo they were doing, then you've got you've got no idea whether they've improved or not. Yep, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's exa- exactly that. So, so yeah, control the tempo. It's really important. It's one of the most neglected things you see quite a lot. It is. It is indeed. We had a we had a a tempo revival. I would say last year. <laughs> Yeah, def- <laughs> definitely. Can't believe I can't believe it stopped me. It's been it's been around for it's years. Funny, isn't it? How you just. Years. You things just go by the wayside for whatever reason. Exactly. So yeah, no, it's definitely good to see it back. It definitely helps standardize things, and it also helps us as coaches to make sure people are progressing in in the right way. Yes, indeedy. Boom. There yeah. we go. I think that I think we've summed it up pretty well there for today. What do you reckon? I hope, I hope so. I think it's like a short, short, sharp, and sweet. It is. It is a lot easier once you understand the basic principles of putting programs together. So yeah, like I said, don't just jump into it. Like if I say one thing to finish off with, most people just mm-hmm. jump into strength endurance or max power work. They yeah. haven't got the foundations built in, whether it's mobility, stability, balance, coordination, even some basic aerobic fitness. Yeah. They just jump into it because that's what the top power lifters are telling you what to do. And that's okay if you're working at an elite level. That's good here, but build a base, build a well-rounded body first before you specialize into certain things at the top end. Yeah, absolutely. Ultimately, it will benefit you in the long run, basically. Exactly. There we go. Beautiful. Thank you very much, James. I will uh, speak to you off air in a moment. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Want more fitness secrets? Want to see the very best that Strength Matters has to offer? If so, then go start your free seven-day coaching experience at strengthmatters.com today. Our expert coaches will take you through the assessment process and help you put a workable plan into action. Together, we will finally uncover what's holding you back and put you on the path to success. Start your free seven-day coaching experience today. Visit www.strengthmatters.com to get started.